Welcome to Stork Storytime Talks with the North Liberty Library. Are you expecting or growing your family? If so, this podcast is for you. Delivering literacy one topic at a time. This episode is sponsored by Mercy Iowa City. We invite you to like and subscribe to our Talks podcast wherever you listen. I'm Kelly, and welcome to the Stork Storytime Talks podcast. Today, we're chatting with Dr. Joyce Goins Fernandez, a clinical assistant professor at UIHC's Department of Pediatrics. In addition to her work in developmental and behavioral pediatrics, Dr. Joy has a steadfast interest in social justice and researching issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. She currently serves as the diversity liaison and co-chair of the Diversity and Social Justice Committee for the Iowa Psychological Association. So it's only fitting that Dr. Joy is leading UIHC's book drive, which highlights literary materials focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Welcome to our show, Dr. Joy. Thank you, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome. Please share with our audience how the idea of this book drive with UIHC came to be. Well, last summer, in the aftermath of the George Floyd killing, like many Americans, I was wondering what I could do to affect positive change. At the time, our clinic at the hospital was closed due to COVID, and I spent a lot of time watching cable news. I remember seeing all the Black Lives Matter protests, and I knew that I wanted to get involved as well. As a pediatric psychologist, my immediate thoughts went to the children, and I started to think about all of the social unrest in the country and how it was impacting them. I wonder if there were adults in their lives who were taking time to have these important and difficult conversations, and I immediately thought, books. Books are a great way to start a dialogue. Parents can use children's books to talk to their kids about racism and discrimination, so then the idea just popped into my head. How about we have a book drive at the hospital Um, with titles that focus on these topics. So I passed the idea to my co-chair of the DI Committee for Pediatrics, Dr. Tanzi, and we discussed the idea of leadership. Everybody seemed to be on board, and we created a link where people could donate. Tell me what the current status of the book drive is. I know you're looking for donations, and we'll give the audience some feedback on how to donate later in our talk. But tell me what the current status of the book drive is. So the project has really taken off. We started gathering donations around the end of August, and today we've raised a little over $7,000. And our goal is $10,000. So I came up with an initial set of 50 books that teach children about racism and discrimination. And we actually ended up including a variety of other titles that focus on different types of discrimination, such as gender discrimination, sexuality, religion, immigration status, and so on. And with the funds, we have purchased three sets of books so far to place in the libraries around campus. We have a set of books in the Children's Hospital Library on the first floor, the eighth floor Patients Library, and then the Center for Disabilities and Development Library. Right before Christmas, I started thinking about how we could get the books out of the libraries into the hands of children. So because of COVID, we were very strict about having books removed from the library. And so I thought, well, what if we come up with a different book list and we focus on cultural holidays, such as Diwali, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. And then maybe we could 
give these books out as gifts to children who were admitted into the inpatient units at the hospital. I thought that this would just be an amazing thing to do over the holiday season. So in total, we've purchased five sets of books. And so although we've met our initial goal, we would like this project to grow. We intend to purchase books to place in clinic areas, the waiting areas. So for example, I work in the Attention and Learning Disorders Clinic at the hospital. And at the end of a patient's visits, we have a prize box where a kid can pick out a toy. And I was just thinking, well, what if kids could also pick out books as their prizes to take home with them? And then eventually, we would like to partner with local schools in the communities and libraries. And I'm happy to be partnering with the North Liberty Library currently. And soon, people will be able to find books from our list on the shelves here. Absolutely. I think I speak for all of our library staff that we're happy to engage in this initiative with you. And it sounds like it's really well on its way. It's already garnered some success and it's well on its way to even be more successful. And I'm glad that we're able to be on the Zork Storytime podcast today to really spread awareness about this drive. Now, While diversity and inclusion have become buzzwords in the general culture, it looks like you've been involved in this work throughout your entire career. We touched a bit on your career in the intro, but tell me a bit about what this book drive means to you as a professional and what makes this effort so vital to you. I believe that representation is important. It is important that when a child picks up a book that they see characters that look like them and reflect their experiences. There shouldn't just be characters from the majority culture, but from all cultures. I think it impacts children's self-esteem in a negative way when they open books and they don't see anyone that looks like them. So I'm glad that there's been more of a push to have DI books that show characters from different backgrounds in the roles of like scientists or psychologists or teachers. I think that children currently get a lot of negative messages from society through television shows or online video platforms. And I think it's important to counteract those negative messages and let them know that they are important, that they have important things to contribute to the world and that their life matters. And I think that this book drive is making an important impact in the community. I've received a lot of positive feedback through my email about this project. Um, For example, we have a clinic in the western part of the state And a community member emailed me and told me she was happy to see a book about a transgender child because she has one at home. So the more positive images that we put out there, I think the better. I can 100% agree with that. Now, as a librarian, I love books. I use books not only for my personal entertainment, but I also use it as a parenting tool as well. I have two little ones at home, and I often use books to talk about social issues with them as well. However, books can only take the conversation so far. As parents, we have to engage them outside of literature to really hit home on these issues. What are your tips for parents out there who are listening in our audience on how to talk to their children about racism and discrimination? Well, first, I want parents to know, don't expect to have the talk. So a lot of times they'll have the talk about sex or drugs or alcohol. But when talking about issues of racism and discrimination, I think this should be an ongoing conversation and that they should address these topics as they naturally come up. I think it's important to use kid-friendly language and not to give too much information at once. And as these conversations continue, the conversations can become more nuanced. Also, don't hush children. Sometimes kids say the darndest thing. And I remember being in Hy-Vee one day, 
And a kid in front of me pointed out to a customer and told his mom, like, oh, look at her or something negative. And the mom just said, you know, it's okay for people to look different. And then they just kept on with their shopping. And I thought that was just a great way to address things instead of just saying, shh, and, and not addressing it at all. I think it's important for adults to challenge their own assumptions and behaviors. And this will also teach kids to value diversity. Other important tips include starting early. Because these are difficult conversations to have and they can be uncomfortable, they might think that kids are too young. But I know that kids are experiencing racism at a young age, so it's not too soon to talk about it. Very much so, encourage your child to have questions. I think you need to be mindful of your own behaviors because parents serve as role models to their children. And, and they're watching you. Kids notice everything. So, so they notice how you're interacting with others in the community. Also, parents can just educate themselves by reading books. I think it's important to develop racial cultural literacy and learning about other cultures and just being respective of other cultures. A lot of times we hear people say that we need to teach tolerance, but I think we need to go beyond that. We need to do more than just tolerate yeah. someone else. Be honest, you're not going to have all the answers, and it's okay to tell kids that, but then you can share your own stories of things you've experienced in the past. I think it's important to be active and not be a bystander on race. I don't think it's enough to say, well, I'm not racist, and then just go on your way. But when you see discrimination happening, I think it's important to be what they call an upstander and to step in if it's safe or else after the situation has passed to confront the person where the discrimination was directed toward and just ask them if they're okay. And finally, just plan for a marathon. Once again, it's not going to be one talk. It's not a sprint. And just address things as they come up. So if you're playing a video game with your kids and you notice that there aren't any female characters, you could easily ask your child, well, I noticed that there aren't any females in this game. What do you think about that? Simple things like that. And encourage them to have a healthy comeback. So we all know that bullying takes place at schools. So if your child is on the end of racism or discrimination, have them prepared to say something back. Like, oh, that wasn't very nice, or what did you mean by that? Or I don't agree with you, and here's why. And I think that, and here's why, is very important. So these are just some tips that parents can use as well. Awesome. Those are wonderful tips. And as I said, as a librarian, I love the idea of the book drive. Can you tell our audience how they can get involved in this awesome event? Yes. Yeah, so we are accepting monetary donations. We have established a link. The link is on our website at the Department of Pediatrics at the hospital. I can also share the link with the North Liberty Public Library if you want to put that on your page. Mm -hmm. And people can just contact me directly. My email address is Joyce-Goins, and that's G-O-I-N-S, at uiowa.edu. You can just ask me for the link, and I'd be happy to share it with you directly. In addition to taking monetary gifts, we are also just accepting book donations. So if you come across a book, that you've read and you've enjoyed and your kids enjoyed it. We're accepting actual book donations to put into the libraries as well. Well, we will include all of the links as well as your email in the show notes. For those who are listening, you can check the show notes for all of that information. And again, I thank you for your time today. This is the Stork Storytime Talks podcast from the North Liberty Library. And today we talked with Dr. Joyce Goins-Fernandez about the UIHC Book Drive. 
Please visit NorthLibertyLibrary.org to learn more about our library's virtual programming and services. And thanks again to our sponsor, Mercy Iowa City.